Welcome, ladies and gents, back for another podcast episode. Today's episode features talks of Jordan Peele, Blue Will Smith, and my co-host Turning 30. <laughs> You're not listening to Featuring Dez. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of Featuring Dez. I'm your host, Dez, and today I'm accompanied by three of my best friends in the world. One of them being my brother, so I guess he has to be kind of as a best friend, but, you know, not really. Uh, first up on the on the, uh, the queue here is uh, my buddy Will. Say hi, Will. Hey. And next up is uh, my, my brother, Deshaun. How you doing? And then uh, finally is my, my good buddy, Greg, who's uh, fresh off of uh, his Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, fresh off beating that game, and uh, I don't know how he's feeling about it, but, yeah. Well, I'll talk about it in a little bit, I suppose. <laughs> but, uh, guys, today's topic is going to be an interesting one. We're going to be uh, talking, hitting the mark and talking about um, things we're anticipating here in 2019 coming up, whether it be games, movies, TV shows, maybe anime. And we might get off subject a little bit, but, you know, bear with us. Now, before we get into the main topic at hand, which is things we're anticipating in 2019, first up, I want to talk, uh, talk to you guys about uh, the new Twilight, uh, Twilight Zone series. Uh, being done by uh, Jordan Peele here, Ooh. and uh, fun fact about me, I'm actually I was, I was actually a big fan of the original OG Twilight Zone. So uh, was I. Yeah, right, sure, right. And exactly, as a matter of fact, right. I actually went back a few years ago and actually like binge watched the entirety of the the Twilight series, uh, like uh, like three years ago maybe. And I, I still uh, still love it, still dug it. Now this show is being, for our members, being presented by Jordan Peele. Now Jordan Peele has been quoted saying that he's a big big fan of Black Mirror. That's actually how he discovered the actor uh, Daniel Kaluuya, who he got to uh, be the lead in his, his directorial debut in Get Out. Now, I, the one thing I, I'm excited for a Twilight series, a new Twilight Zone series, but the one thing I don't want this to be is to be um, a Black Mirror light. Like I, I want this to, if he's bringing back Twilight Zone, I want this to be like full force a new Twilight uh, Zone series. Because honestly, I'd, I'd be more hype if they brought back say. Um, Tales from the Crypt because I feel like horror is in dire need of better shows mm-hmm. than, than, than we have now and Jordan Peele has proven himself time and time again that he's good in horror hell even back to days like when he was on Key and Peele you could always tell the, the, the skits that he put together because they always were dark as hell Key's uh, skits were always a lot more lighter Peele was a little bit on the edgier side and I'm just curious what are you guys' thoughts on Twilight Zone the new reboot or so I'm, I'm all for new Twilight Zone I love the original series uh the, the the reboot that they did after that was not as good. Right. Um, so I'm hoping this is like more on level with the original. Okay. And 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 well, I, honestly, I knew me and you both would kind of be uh, anticipating this. Mm-hmm. I'm I, honestly, I, what I, what I need is, is is a trailer to kind of get a feel. But I know yeah, yeah. getting a trailer for an anthology series really won't do much because mm-hmm. it's an anthology series. But you know. Yeah, I think if anything, like Black Mirror definitely like took took the place of yeah like, yeah new, it like, definitely took the throne type right uh, right. And as a matter of fact, I think the only other two great anthology series that are out right now that I would place as great, uh, I would say, is uh, True Detective, which is one of my all-time favorite shows now. Mm-hmm. And then the other is uh, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even American Horror Story is hit or, hit or miss with some of its seasons. And so, and I'm just curious on what you two, uh, Sean and Greg, uh, have to say about the new Twilight Zone as well. Well, me being, I grew up with the Twilight Zone with with my twin brother over here, Dez. So we grew up like loving the show. We love like the suspense of it. We love the creepy, eerie feels we got from certain episodes. Honestly, like I was just in love with the show basically throughout my entire my entire childhood. I haven't had a chance to go back and rewatch it like recently, but this, but my nostalgia for it is like uh, really real, and I'm really excited for it. Plus, anything Jordan Peele um, touches nowadays is just pretty much gold. So right, I mean, because you got his new Us trailer coming out that 
looks beyond creepy as hell. Yeah, so. so. Yeah, I mean, I was going to kind of agree with that as well as far as what Jordan Peele's been doing recently. I've been pretty happy with. Get Out was, was great. Um, yeah, the new movie Us, right? Yeah. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? Yeah. The trailer for that, I don't even know what the heck is going on in that. So it has my interest peaked, especially in today's day and age where it feels like a lot of stories have already been done. Yep. Mm-hmm. I guess that would be my main concern with mm-hmm. the Twilight Zone um, reboot, is just making sure that all the stories have that sense of originality to it. Right, right. And honestly, I don't think Jordan Peele at this at this point in his career would do anything unless he felt like it, um, he, he could um, bring something special to it. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, um, I, I feel more safe knowing that he's responsible for this than I did hearing about M. Night Shyamalan trying to do the Tales from the Crypt right, reboot. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Because I definitely had a lot more concerns with that, which mm-hmm. then, of course, did end up getting scrapped. Yeah, um, because M. M. Night, unfortunately... He 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 has a, a very good mind, but he definitely needs to be real re- reeled back in a little bit. He he's a great creative mind that needs uh, studio control, Not, like uh, the studio to bump in and pull him back a little bit. Because he's the type of person if you give him full reign, instead of him just blossoming, he kind of crumbles a little bit. Yeah. M Night at least. Um, yeah, guys. And uh, next up on the, the queue, I want to talk about is the the new DC TV series coming up is Doom Patrol. Now we we all just uh, recently watched the the trailer for the new for Doom, Doom Patrol, and I was curious on what you guys' thoughts were. You yeah. want to go first, Will? Yeah, sure. So, um, I'm not a huge DC person. I'm more of a Marvel fan. Uh, so like, I I had no idea what was going on in that trailer. Right. But it looked it looked good. Right. I I, right. I want to see it yeah. definitely. Um, I'm more excited for that than than probably a lot of the other DC stuff that's um, yeah. that's going to come out mm-hmm. except for Shazam Shazam looks right. good too I, and, I, and I'm with you on it 100% Shazam looks like good old fashioned comic book fun mm-hmm. and uh, this and, looks good in a different way though right 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 yeah. and, and I want to ask you so are you, are you not are you more you more of a fan of Marvel comic wise or film wise or both 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 I, okay I'd, I'd say both yeah okay. yeah but th- this this looked good i was a little g- bit confused at some parts like there was one part in the trailer where it's just a random scene but they show a donkey <laughs> and I, i'm guessing people who read the comics will know what that is or like a cockroach crawling out of the trash can and <laughs> his arms up to the sky that was pretty funny <laughs> so yeah I want, I'm, I'm definitely interested yeah dude you know what's funny is that immediately when i saw that it reminded me of a bug's life with yeah. the the one uh bug, I'm, lost. I'm lost yeah the leaf falls in it reminded me of a bug life so i don't know why but yeah. yeah um and like i'm with you man so despite me not being the biggest fan of dc's uh tv series e- e- even the more uh well-established ones i'm still just not a big of a uh, biggest a fan of but then again i guess like if you're if like my favorite t- tv show not not even just my, my favorite uh comic book tv show is daredevil and, and i guess a lot of shows pale in comparison to that show but i, I like I, I myself i grew up reading both dc and marvel marvel is what got me into comics i grew up liking both i would just like to see dc succeed a lot more because it's crazy that they're not succeeding because you know they have arguably the best properties in comics you know yeah. they got superman batman like uh wonder woman they got the holy trinity what else do they need and so but they just don't seem to really be hitting the mark there i think uh, this could be like their version of guardians of the galaxy where they take like a bunch of mm-hmm. lesser known right yeah right characters and make them big yeah and and that's good because you know I, I was gonna say league of extraordinary gentlemen but uh, guardians of the galaxy is a much much more closer to home um to what this is mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What, what do you guys think? So I'm a big fan of actually like giant ensemble teams. I love seeing um, the different groups of people come together despite right. their differences and work through certain things. And like honestly, this seems like the first show that I might actually watch that DC has like put out. Because all their other shows, I try to I try to get into and I just can't really like stick with. I always drop them from like some, for some other show like Arrow. I stuck with it for two seasons, couldn't get into it. Um, like Flash, I watched the first half, you know, of the, the first season, couldn't really get into it. But this show I actually might check out just because I'm a fan of ensembles and I love Doom Patrol. The actual comic book so mm-hmm. i'm really interested to see um where this goes and it, it looked very interesting that's like the one where i used to describe the trailer interesting, interesting yeah because it has as my interest peaked and something i'm definitely interested in yeah. great uh so i mean i was like, gonna say one of the things that i've always criticized dc for not doing is taking heroes that aren't one of like the main three the main core characters and kind of showing those off to the public because i feel like there is a lot of depth in dc comics that they just don't seem to want to reach out to right and and you, you you're right about that because dc arguably has the best writers in comics i agree e- even actually. now even now so. i 100 percent agree with that marvel got me into comics but dc in my opinion has yeah. the better writers over there and, and that was the main issue i had with the titans show that came out like i felt like i was just watching something that i've already you know seen before with like the teen titans show the comics i didn't feel like there was any new ground being tread while with this and uh, from what I remember reading about that Doom Patrol actually was introduced in Titans, the show, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm definitely a lot more interested in seeing something that's new instead of seeing, you know, the same Batman incarnation for four or five times now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, I, it, it's something that looks fresh. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Brendan Fraser is back. I haven't seen him for the last ten years. so <laughs> Dude, I, I used to love Brendan Fraser, man. The mummy, bro. Yeah, and then, Greg, you brought up earlier while we were all watching the trailer together, uh, we, we got one of the OG James Bonds back, bro. Yeah, Timothy Dalton. Yeah, yeah. James Bond. We got James Bond back in the show too and I'll be honest Timothy Dalton doesn't take properties uh, he, he doesn't just take on any property like the last yeah. the last show he came out and did was Penny, Penny Dreadful. Dreadful and yep. Penny Dreadful is an underrated gym it really is Penny Dreadful is such a solid show definitely something that the horror horror fans should check out if they haven't already checked out right so. right and uh, going in I, I want to briefly talk about our next subject because uh, we all kind of know we're going to see it. Like, I think everybody and their grandma, their dogs and cats are going to check this out. I want to briefly bring up the new uh, Avengers Endgame trailer or trailers that we've gotten. Because, you know, we, we had that Super Bowl uh, new promo that came out and we got the trailer. I never got a chance to talk with you guys about that. Um, w- one thing I, I, I want to touch on is the fact that, you know, uh, um, a, a lot of people say, seem to think that this uh, movie is going to have like a crazy dark ending. I actually don't believe so. I think in the end, this is good. This is still going to be a Marvel movie through and through. But I do think that we're going to lose a body or two. And because, you know, and, and with contracts coming up, people are wilding out on the internet. Uh, some people thinking that, you know, we're going to lose Cap, we're going to lose uh, Tony. And Cap is probably going to yeah. bite it in oh, this yeah. one. Uh, I mean, because think about it Cap took a real big backseat in Infinity War. If you think about it, uh, Infinity War was mostly Tony Central. And I feel, I feel like this one is going to be Cap's time to shine. And Cap's... I actually felt like Infinity War was Tony's redemption right. for, for all the hurt he caused in right, the Civil right. War. And after I think it's Tony... I think Infinity War was to show you that Tony's matured as a character. Yeah. And if you notice, all throughout Infinity War, Tony was focused. Yes. He was razor Very focused. focused yes. You can tell he was dead set on making yeah. all his wrongs right. Yeah. Yeah. You could, I, could, I could see... How, how much Tony had matured in the screen time he had in the yeah. Infinity War. He still cracked a couple jokes, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even I was going to say that, like, as far as Tony went, I felt like, sure, he kind of redeemed himself, 
but they just decided to transfer all that screwing up over to Star Lord. Oh, so. They did, yeah. bro. I swear, it's 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 like they straight up redeemed Tony. It's like, yo, Tony, you know, you 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 cool again? Because um, uh, fun side note, I'm me, I'm not I'm not a, the biggest fan of Iron Man. I know a lot of people are, especially with the new MCU movies. It's made people really like Iron Man, but comic wise, I've actually never been the biggest fan of Iron Man, right? Uh, but with that being said, though, in, in this movie, like they actually in Infinity War, they actually made me really care for Iron Man. It's, I was like, damn, like especially that scene where uh, they're on, they're they're trying to take down Thanos and he's holding young Peter Parker. Bro, I love the uh, relationship they've established with young Peter and him and, and him in here. So, but yeah, yeah and uh, oh, Star Lord. I don't know what what happens with his character though. Yeah. Like who? Drake. <laughs> Drake. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was upset about that. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we at least get an apology from him. You know. Well, we'll see. Like, I, I I would also l- like to say is that like the MCU has kind of always established Star Lord is that he's all he's always been an emotional character. He's always acted emotional over brains most of the time. Right. And so like I feel like that wasn't really outside of his character to mm-hmm. do such a thing. Like the second I found out that he uh, that that Thanos killed Gamora. Like oh yeah, he's t- thought Star Wars totally gonna ruin this for yeah. everybody. And you know what's funny? I kind of felt like I saw that coming. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, is, is Gamora died? Is, is she? Di- is, oh shit. Okay, she died. Yeah. I was like, well, Star and I go take this. You know, because Star literally lost everything. He he doesn't have his mom. He doesn't have his his his, his stepdad anymore. Because Yandu bit it in the last one. He's and well, he's got his new family, and then he 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 bonded with them, and then he finally got you know that love he's been pining after, and then. Nah, you guys just giving this dude way too many excuses. Nah, he yeah. screwed up. Oh, yes, apologize. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree. Starler screwed up. He 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 messed up on this one, but um, he, he only had to wait like five more seconds. They were there. What they were done. Ha- what Starler had was a very human moment. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm leaving it at that. I'm leaving it at that. I know. I'm just playing. Yeah, yo, but the internet roasted that ass though. Yeah. And after Starler did that, I, I came home and the internet was like, Starler, what the hell? The memes were were like relentless. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, I've never seen I've never seen a Marvel character get 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 wrecked that bad by memes. Like I'm not gonna lie, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, Avengers Endgame. We're all gonna go see it. Uh, for the most part, we all agree. We we, we think we don't think Tony's gonna buy it. We think definitely Cap's taking a big L on this one. Yeah, I mean, if I had to, if I had to pick a character out of the entire cast to die, I mean, it'd be yeah, Cap. it'd be Cap. Yeah, I mean, it, he should have died in Civil War. He probably should have died in the mm-hmm. the first. Um, Plot armor. Infinity War, yeah. I mean, Cap survived for far too long. Yeah. As much as I love him. All right, guys, so moving into the next topic, I wanted to bring it with you guys. I actually, I'm actually curious to see what Will has to say, but not sure if you guys have heard, but um, Mark Webb is slated to direct the next anime live-action adaptation. And that anime live-action ad- adaptation is actually your name. And so J.J. Abrams is producing, and your name, if you guys have not heard, is basically one of the most talked about and critically praised anime films to come out in the past years. Mm-hmm. The film was done by Makoto Shinkai, and if you guys haven't heard of him, he's basically this generation's Ghibli. Like, I'm not, I don't throw that around lightly, but ever since I saw 500 Days of Summer with my brother, this man has basically been on my watch, and he's basically dropped hit after hit after hit. And then I, I kind of stopped watching this, this stuff out there a bit. And then all of a sudden, um, I hear about your name. Everyone's talking about it. It's getting Western uh, theater releases and stuff. And all of a sudden, my, my, my boy, Will, he's like, man, Dez, you got to watch this movie. Will gave me that DVD a year ago. And I'm not even kidding you when I said I, I barely watched it. Well, by the way, he was he was bad. He was real bad. Did I watch that movie? Like, yo, Dez, you watch that movie? Yeah, nah, you watched that movie? And anyway, I got around to watching it. I give you credit. You, you eventually did get around to watching yeah. it. So. And then I rewatched it again with my girlfriend. And, um, well, my fiance, actually, now. And I rewatched it with her. And she was in 
tears. She was bald. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I cried a little bit too. And I was like, okay. And the, basically, the plot of your name is so the, the, these two teenagers end up swapping bodies. And after them swapping bodies, uh, they basically uh, go on a quest to find each other. Because, you know, they kind of bonded. Uh, when, you, when you spot bodies, you learn a lot about, a lot about each other. And uh, your name is basically a romance uh, story with some sci-fi elements thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually think Mark Webb is almost the perfect choice for that. Because 100% me, agree. Yeah, because let me take you back to a film called 500 Days of Summer, which I believe was his directorial debut. Which, and not only that, but that's one of the strongest directorial debuts I've seen. And 500 Days of Summer had some of the best chemistry I've ever seen in the film. And it had probably my favorite actor, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, in there. Now... Regardless how you feel about Spider- The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, one thing is very clear. Mark Webb knows chemistry because mm-hmm. the chemistry he had with Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone was so on point. The casting he did with those two was so on point that the two actors actually ended up dating post uh, doing the first Amazing Spider-Man. And the, so the man clearly knows chemistry. He knows love. He knows people. Mm-hmm. And, and your name is, is what? A romance people story. Mm-hmm. It's a very relatable story with some, some weird shit thrown in there, especially if you see that ending. Oh, boy. Buckle on, but and so I'm not sure how you guys feel, but I feel like Mark Webb is a solid choice. Maybe some people might might prefer a more seasoned director, like say direct J.J. Uh, Abrams, because you know it was rumored that he was going to direct, but it turns out he's just producing, I believe. So, what do you guys think? So I'm actually excited um, for this movie. Um, around the time when um, Your Name came out, this movie and another animated movie was getting like a lot of buzz. I chose the other one, obviously, so I never got around to seeing Your Name. I chose a Silent Voice. Which honestly got was getting just as much critical plays as right. like your name, and like, I heard both movies. People who yes. keep, people who've seen your name always recommend your uh, silent, silent voice, voice. Yeah. and everyone who's seen a silent the voice, voice recommend always, always recommend your name. Yeah. So I already know I would like this movie. It's just that I just never gotten around to see it. So I'm super mm-hmm. excited to see it. And plus, Mark Webb, count me in, man. JJ Abrams knows this shit too. So, so as a movie, I would actually probably say that your name is probably a little bit better. But as far as like romance and heartstrings pulling, I think Silent Voice uh, does it a little bit better. Um, but no, uh, what do you what do you think, Will? Oh, uh, so I, I really like the the animated version. Your name. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a lot of a uh, lot of plot like d- stuff that I that I like. Yeah, in movies. Yeah, um, and what's funny is that right as soon as I finished it, I was like, oh, I see why Will Doug digs this. Yeah, I see why because like it has a lot of things that all of us and we all know know our friend Will. We all know things he like, and, and even though this is a romance, it has things in there like okay. Yeah, I see why. The, I see the, the sci-fi elements that Des was talking about yep. is. is why I was even more into this movie. Yeah. So I definitely think that getting J.J. Abrams was a good move. I, I, I like everything, most everything that J.J. Abrams does. Um, Mark Webb is a good choice too. I'm still not entirely convinced that this needed a, to, uh, to a live action. Right. But if it is going to happen, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's those names attached and they've, they've got a lot to um, right. overcome, I think, right. to make this good. But yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping this turns out good. So, But... Um, Greg, have you have you watched? Uh, no, I I haven't watched it. Uh, I I looked it up, and apparently it was pretty successful in Japan. So oh, I'm sure I'll get around to it at some point. Successful, since it's successful is an understatement. But yeah, you know, it's it's. I'll have to check it out. But I, as far as just like talking about live action anime films go, I feel like most of the time most of them don't need to be made. Oh, so yeah. yep, gonna have to always be cautious whenever you hear about one. Although I heard Alita is really good, so that might be some hope out there for yep. this. Check out my review on YouTube. <laughs> that was a nice shameless plug there. But uh, uh, so going into the final topic I wanted to bring up, I made this one last because um, 
All of us in this room, for the most part, are really big Disney fans. I know me and my brother growing up, we owned basically almost every Disney film on VHS and DVD. The only thing we didn't own, I believe, was Fantasia. Yeah. I think that's... Oh, and like uh, Alice in Wonderland. I think that and was And the it. Black Cauldron, huh? Yeah, and the Black... Oh. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Black Cauldron. Yeah. We, never, we never owned the Black Yeah, Cauldron. so that's true. Uh, I own that one. Did you? <clears throat> Fuck you, Greg. You're trying to show off, guys. Don't listen to him. Anyway, uh, so going into this final topic, me and my brother are big Disney fans. Uh... And all of us, and I know Will. I think I honestly think my buddy Will, his favorite film is Disney film is Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah. yeah. I mean, you you cosplay as the dude like two or three times. Yeah, out of the out of the classics, I I definitely go with Aladdin. Yeah, out of the top. classics for me, does does Mulan count as? Would you count? Oh no, not really. Because because if we're going super classic, then it's probably Lion King. But if we're going just favorite Disney film in general, it's probably Mulan for me. Okay. And anyway, the reason we're talking about Disney and Aladdin and Mulan and stuff is because this final topic we're going to be talking about the newest. Um, Aladdin trailer, ladies and gentlemen, and the internet has been wilding the fuck out. Like, real talk. I've never seen so many memes hit this quick. Like, poor Will Smith. He's just an actor who got signed to yeah. a, a character. He's had it rough. Yeah. It rough and if you guys him. have not seen the Aladdin trailer, go watch it. But basically, the internet is basically in pain at how horrendous Will Smith's uh, take on the genie looks. Like, not, not the Will Smith in general, but just the, aesthetically, the genie just not doesn't look that pleasing. And uh, well, I'm gonna let you go first. Yeah. So, like, like we were saying, Will Smith, like, he hasn't had the like he, him in the relation in the internet or like at a bad. <laughs> I, I was gonna say he's probably feeling pretty good about his decision to not have a personal Twitter. Yeah. Account right yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, this is coming right after like the the whole YouTube rewind thing. I don't know if you guys heard about that. It was like he he featured on it because I guess he he had made like a couple YouTube videos and so they decided to put him on on their their rewind video that they do every year. Right. And the internet was like roasting him over that too, uh, and then this comes out and now everyone's <laughs> calling him like like Thanos's uh, cousin or and stuff like that, uh, <laughs> saying he's like a, a Smurf. Bro, bro, my favorite is the JoJo Bizarre Adventures references. Like, dude, the fact that they made Will Smith have a stand as the genie from. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, as as a fan of of the original movie, I, I don't want this. I, I don't think this movie is gonna be any good. Uh-huh. Um, like from from the moment they started showing off like the costumes and stuff, and then pictures from the movie, I, I, I just thought it didn't look like. What what I pictured when I pictured a live action Aladdin, um, <laughs> it might be an understatement. Yeah. yeah, it definitely is. I'm trying to I'm trying to hold back here a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, well, he's he's being a good guy. He's been a- <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't like this. I don't like the way the genie looks. I don't like that they uh, made Jafar like a, a younger actor uh, to portray him and stuff like. Uh, there's a lot about this I don't like. You don't want young, sexy Jafar? <laughs> no. Bro, they, they, they're trying to get, get the teens to be... Mm, mm. Yeah, that's the style these days, Well, Come on, yeah. get with the time. Jafar's supposed to be like this older, creepy, like... But the way they're, they're doing it here, maybe they're going to go some other direction with it. I don't know. Hmm. I'm not going to lie. Wool was a lot more kinder <laughs> on, on this uh, analysis than, than, than I thought. But uh, he, he did say he was holding back. Well, I'm not going to lie. You came off sounding like Rorschach from The Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, all right, but yeah, no. I, uh, so me, um, the, as a trailer, the Aladdin trailer, it looked okay. It looked okay. It, it and honestly, I, I'm actually not sure how excited I am for for this Aladdin film because I I talked to with my friends early and honestly, Disney hasn't really had the biggest reputation and the biggest track record with their live action adaptations. Mm-hmm. Like the closest to a, to a live action adaptation, I actually kind of kind of liked was the Jungle Book, and that was done by John Favreau. The man who gave us Iron Man and, and other good films, like and so, mm-hmm. 
and I, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe Disney just needs a, a new creative staff, new team to hand handle this. But I don't think they're doing a good job. I mean, I hope this film is good, Will. I don't, I'd hate to go into the theater with you and you walk out <laughs> looking like Arthur balling your fist up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the whole thing looks cheesy. Uh, like, the, the bad CGI in it. Like, when they show the scene with, like, Aladdin in front of some lava and stuff, it looks like he's standing in front of a green screen, like, <laughs> react, reacting to nothing and then lava, yeah. and fake lava is coming down. Well, I was going to say, it's funny you talk about what, what Disney needs to do. What I think they need to do is stop making live-action movies. <laughs> <laughs> like... You know what? How's the how's the old line go? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, like yeah. the the old Disney animated movies, they were great. Like why why do we need to keep making mm-hmm. live action versions of these? I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm of the mindset that we don't need these movies. Mm-hmm. Although like Beauty and the Beast was pretty good. My fiance is a big Beauty and the Beast fan, so and she really enjoyed it, and so I'm happy with that. But all the other ones that I've seen, I haven't been pleased about. I was going to say, just the thing that I, I find funny, and I talked about this a little bit today, is that when they, they first released Will Smith as the genie, it was him in like, his human form. Mm-hmm. And everyone's getting all upset and all rattled. Ah, he's him. supposed to be blue. Yeah, yeah. he's not blue. Yeah. This ain't genie. What the heck's going on? And then, and then they release a photo of him as blue, blue. And they're like, yeah, oh, this ain't genie. genie. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Let's go back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go well, back. Yeah. Like, well, Greg, I got to tell you, so... Um, you want Disney to stop making live action. I want a Kotar Col- Col- uh, 3. You you don't want to turn 30. Neither, uh, you know, one of those is going to happen. The, the other two <laughs> is going to wow, keep I'm happening. I'm glad you found a way to throw that in here today. And, uh, My self-esteem just took a plunge today. Old ass motherfucker. Anyway, uh, so... <laughs> No, when I first heard they, that Will Smith was going to do the genie, I, I, I was all on board for that because I yeah. thought he was a good choice. And um, that was, of course, before I saw the okay, trailer. See, see, like, my whole thing is I don't blame Will Smith for any of this. I blame yeah. whoever was in charge of, like, the animation department because, like, man, like, my, my whole thing, I, I feel like it would have looked a lot better had they used, like, actual, like, a body paint for, like, his upper half and mm. CGI'd his legs. Yeah. You know, kind of like what they did do with Yandu from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. He's blue, yeah. but he but he's not cringy yeah. blue. But, you know, but and, 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 you know, it's funny, a lot of people were, a lot of people were saying, you know, I expected it to look like what Marvel presents, but a lot of people understand is that Marvel Studios is still Marvel Studios. The only difference is they've been bought up by Disney. So Marvel Studios is basically a studio under Disney. Disney mm-hmm. doesn't do anything, but since Disney's doing this on their own you know it's that that yeah. being said like yeah. like uh sean was saying more practical effects my, right. my, my yeah. biggest problem was how uncomfortable will smith looked when he was moving his motions look look yeah. all weird yeah. and when we're and that's what yeah. for, for me that for me that that's what made that made will smith genie look weird was the fact that nothing flowed how it looked like it was supposed to flow mm-hmm. and i wish they had done a more of a practical approach to right. his genie as opposed to just doing this full body cgi and yeah. and having when, when he moves just looked all yeah. weird and like a like a glitchy video game right. well Aesthetic, aesthetically, nearly almost all the time, uh, practical effects look better than CGI. Yeah. Nearly all, the, like for example, like like a, a, a good example of great practical effects we we seen mixed with CGI would be honestly. I thought the Force Awakens handled that pretty yeah, well. Exactly. JJ, JJ did a very good job. I thought with that. Yeah. And it's as far as like recent. Um, what are you gonna say, Greg? You're gonna well, say something. Well, I mean, I was gonna say uh, there's still enough time that if they wanted to change some of that around, right? They, they, they could pull up a their editing team still could do that. Oh yeah, they definitely could. My yeah. my only thing is I feel like just the general look of mm-hmm. Will Smith's genie. Yeah. I don't really feel like there's much you mm-hmm. can do to make that more more manageable i mean yeah. it basically what they did was take will smith 
throw some blue on him, extend his ears, and give him a ponytail. <laughs> and that's not to say that he looks good, but, I mean, that's that's pretty much exactly what they did with him. And yeah. I don't know... He basically just looks like a CGI version, yeah. which you would think a CGI Blue Will Smith would look like. I mean, like. you can yeah. change the movement aspect, you can mm-hmm. change that aesthetic, but as far as the overlook, or the overall look of the genie, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you could really do to fix well, it at this like point. like Sean was saying, Yondu is an example of mm-hmm. it. A character yeah. that has different colored skin, like, uh, and, mm-hmm. and Thanos is... Like, I think CGI, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, just with, like, face capture um, from Josh Brolin. But yeah. basically those are two examples of, of things that you don't... You look at and you're not just, like... Something's off. Like, yeah. It, it just, like, like, it's like... His his is just, like, the Will Smith genie is just super jarring. While yeah. like other blue characters and other different properties have pulled it off and didn't look as jarring. Yeah, it's and like so Uncanny it's just, Valley. It's yeah. like something... It's It looks just real enough that it, something's wrong yeah. with him. Mm-hmm. Now, now an in, in, in interesting uh, side note... On the whole look of the uh, of the genie, not not necessarily him in his blue form, but him in his clothing uh, bits. Uh, his clothing was inspired by like a Fresh Prince of Bel Air hip hop um, look. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually it, like Will Smith's look when he's in his human form. Yeah, but, yeah. Who, like whoever was in charge of the costume design for that nailed it. They knocked yeah. it out of the park. And, with and that. what's funny is that is that even if you don't like it, I think aesthetically it fits because genie is this um, out of this world entity, and like you know the, the, these guys wouldn't know what hip hop is. They wouldn't, and so. It, it, I think it makes sense. Yeah. So I, I think we all are in like agreement with his human form. His human form looks. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it, I thought it was fine. I didn't know what people were complaining. Yeah, about. like people clearly did, they were gonna do yeah. a different version. Yeah. So and now now people complained enough and here's what you get. Yep, so I know. Good job. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. All right, guys. Now we're gonna move into the main topic of, the, of today's uh, podcast. These guys are still laughing. <laughs> It's because Greg over here bashing on the internet. Uh, Greg, Greg, okay, Greg's about to become the most wanted dude in our group. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, but maybe I'm just heated because anytime I go on the internet these days, it's full of complaints yep. about everything. Like yep. we, we just yep. can't enjoy something good <laughs> anymore. Like, nope. Well, what about what about Sonic, Greg? <laughs> Wow, uh, you did, I, I don't see you say anything about um, all those people bashing a muscular, swole Sonic. You know what? Well, huh? this isn't about me. Okay, this is about Will Smith, and right. Genie, and the general public. We have another time for Sonic the Hedgehog podcast. Okay. Next podcast episode: Greg versus the general public. Okay. All right, guys. So going into this to today's main topic at hand, uh, we're going to talk about our most anticipated things coming out in pop culture here in 2019, and. Uh, First category up is movies. Now, I'm, I'm going to get the elephant out of the room, and we're going to talk about the one that everybody and their grandma is going to go see. We already talked about and that's Avengers Endgame. And yeah. all of us are probably excited for that. We don't need to beat a dead horse. Like We're, we're probably going to go see it as a group, too, I guarantee yeah. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We all going to be yelling and going to be hyped. We're going to be crying when Cap dies, you know. So <laughs> and we, we, I don't care what y'all say. He going. Um, anyway. Um, I... I actually might be mad if he doesn't die because I feel like at this point <laughs> my emotions have just been toyed with mm-hmm. in so many movies of him dying. It's like that... the guy with the arm from Hot Tub Time Machine. Cap's death is going to be the guy with the arm who loses his arm in Hot Tub Time, time machine. machine. Like they and know he loses his arm, arm but they just don't know when. And we, we, we get trolled throughout the entire movie of him maybe losing his arm and him maybe not losing it. It's hilarious. So. And when it finally happens, no one really cares because it's like, all right, well, he doesn't get this over yeah. with. Alright guys, so first topic is movies here for 2019. I'm going to start us off first. So, my my uh, the one film I'm going to bring up that I'm looking for in 2019, I want to talk about 
um, the next Quentin Tarantino directorial outing, and uh, it stars Leonardo DiCaprio. We got Brad Pitt. We got Damn. we got Margot Robbie, Dakota Fanning, right. Al Pacino, James Marston, uh, Scoot Damn. McNair. Dude, it, it goes hard. We got everybody in this film. I, I feel like you didn't mention Samuel Jackson. Is he not in this movie? Uh, we got Timothy Oliphant. Uh, I'm pretty sure Samuel Jackson might have a cameo saying "motherfucker" at some point in time. But anyway, this film is called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now it's a period piece that, oh, okay, that, okay. that takes place during the twilight years of the golden age in Hollywood. That's why, I right, right. Um, but more importantly, this film takes place during the uh, the uh, Manson murders, the the Manson family murders in Hollywood. And uh, it, the story is the story of Rick Dalton. He, he and he and his stunt double basically are trying to make it in this new uh, ever changing climate of Hollywood. You know, Hollywood's always moving and changing. Mm-hmm. But these guys are a little bit older, and they you know they're trying to make it because you know post golden age Hollywood. Hollywood changed a lot. Like, it's nothing like how it used to be. Yeah. Coming off films like Casablanca and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, the climate changed uh, drastically. And uh, Rick Dalton and his stunt double, I believe the stunt double is played by Brad Pitt. And um, uh, Rick Dalton is played by Leo. And they're trying to make it in this new uh, climate. And, you know, we got crazy shit like the Manson family murders going on. And uh, so and so, I, I, right there is enough uh, ingredients right there to get me hype. But honestly, I would go see Quentin Tarantino direct the movie about gum. So yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. You yeah. had me at Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. So so so, regardless if it's an interesting period piece with great actors, I, I'm I'm gonna go see it. But the fact that we we, we got Tarantino's name to uh, attached to it, I'm hyped because uh, honestly, Tarantino's probably my favorite American director. Only he's oh, he barely beats out David Fincher for me. Yeah, and so. Uh, yeah, and so like that's pretty much on my list for movies going forward. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, guys. I I can't wait till the trailer drops, but you know I'm probably gonna see it anyway. Will you want to go next? Uh, yeah, sure. I guess I'll talk about um, uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Hell yeah! Because yeah. um, I'm a huge Spider Man fan. If right. you didn't know, mm-hmm. I was on the uh, the Into the Spider Verse podcast. So was I, because you know it's my show. My way, way to plug yourself. There, <laughs> no, but for real, well, it's, it's, I'm plugging Dez's show. Here. Yeah, yeah, but no, seriously, go listen to the Spider Verse video, video. That was that was, uh, podcast. That was a good. One. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And it's gonna it's hard for this homecoming thing to be to be um for homecoming to be uh like as good as Into the Spider Verse was. Right. Um, you mean that, far away from home, right, Will? Oh shit! This yeah. fool Will says Spider Man Homecoming. I didn't even correct. I'm that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how uh, that's how like not excited I am for it after after seeing in, Into the Spider Verse because like. <laughs> Yeah, that movie was good. Yes. That movie was good. It's hard for me to like compare any other Spider-Man thing to that, especially after that com- just coming out. Right. So, um, well, well, you kind of got spoiled this year, didn't you? You got the video game that everyone kept saying was the best Spider-Man. Then Spider-Verse came out, and it was like, nope, that's the best yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. So it's like, you dude, know what I mean? You kind of got spoiled. Dude, we're we're, we're, yeah. we're kind of in a Spider-Man renaissance right now. We really are, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really hope this like continues the trend rather than. Uh, like being a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, End of the Spider Verse was so good. Like, I don't even, I don't even think there's any way to beat it at this point. Yeah, unless we get a sequel done by the exact same team. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't even watched the trailer for um, Far From Home because I, I already plan on watching it, so right. I'm not gonna spoil myself or anything. Nice. And honestly, I don't blame you because I feel like trailers nowadays show off way too goddamn much. And so it's like, and if you're already hyping, you know you're gonna see a movie. You know, some, if, unless you were dying to see the trailer, then watch it. But if you if you're gonna see the movie anyway, you don't have to. I think that's a good move on your part. So, mm. Sean, what do you think? What do you, oh. what do you got up for movies? 
uh, for movies, I'm actually just hyped to see another good female um, character on the big screen. I'm excited to see Captain Marvel. I've been a fan of Captain Marvel since the retro 90 days of X-Men and seeing her in the, in the 90s um, X-Men uh, TAS animated series cartoon and just reading her in the comics. I'm excited to see um, my girl Brie Larson just like like knock it out of the park. If you haven't seen her in, in any of her movies, she's a damn good actress. And honestly, I'm just excited to see her and Samuel Jackson co-star along each other and just like just give us a really good, um, satisfactory, just like blockbuster, you know, movie that Marvel has been known for giving us. And I don't know. I, I think it's time we get more females up on the big screen. I'm happy for this, man. Yep. So. Yeah, especially coming off Black Panther, where literally um, the most baddest people in the film were, were the, the female, were the ladies. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, all right, Greg, what do you got, my man, for movies? So I'm gonna diverge from all the Marvel talk here and uh, go with Godzilla: King of Monsters. It's coming out. Yep. Woo! Uh, I'm a big, big Godzilla fan. Pretty much watched all of them from the 50s. He I doesn't. Get that. He doesn't like Godzuki though. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> I even have the, the shitty PS4 Godzilla game where you just like go around just destroying buildings the whole time. But I, I'm more excited for this movie just because Toho, who's responsible for the rights to Godzilla over in Japan, basically told... Um, oh, what's what's the production company that's doing it? Gosh, oh, a legendary. Right. Um, that, you know, if you can make a good Godzilla movie, not the shitty Matthew Broderick one from 98, and you do well with it, we'll give you the licensing to some of our other monsters. And then we got the, you know, the uh, Godzilla movie that came out a few years ago, which did did exceptionally well. And they said, you know what? All right, you guys did what you needed to do, so we'll give you the rest of the monsters. So now in this one, we actually get to see a few of the other monsters from from their legendary monster verse that they have. So Mothra is going to be in there, King Rodan, Ghidorah. and then of course uh, Godzilla's arch nemesis, King Ghidorah himself. Yeah. So I'm I'm super psyched. I know it's got a pretty good cast: Millie Bobby Brown. Um. um a few few other characters like Godzilla, yeah. Verifor- but but yeah, but I mean like that, that's <laughs> my point. That's my point. I'm getting at is like at the end of the day, like you've got some characters, but you don't give a shit because you're going there to watch Godzilla fuck shit up. And mm-hmm. I'm just excited to see another one. I'm excited to see what they're gonna do with this, especially now that they've got some of the other monster cast in there. Oh, I heard the final villain is gonna be Matthew Broderick. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm always excited to go see a, a kaiju movie. Yeah, yeah agreed. Did, did we really need more good kaiju films out there, um, dude? Have, did we all? Did we all get to? We need to get together and watch that Japanese uh, Godzilla film that came out like two, two, three. Years I think ago. Greg's already seen it though. Oh, are you talking about the Netflix animated yes, movie? So yes. I watched the first one. They right. have two sequels that are out now on oh, Netflix shit. that I need to watch. Okay, so that's gonna be a night for us then. Yeah. So it's, I mean, those have an interesting premise where it's basically like humanity just kind of left Earth mm-hmm. uh, because Godzilla was just fucking shit up so much. <laughs> <laughs> and they end up coming back thinking that, oh, you know what, we've got the technology now that we can take on Godzilla. And uh, yeah, I, you can tell that's probably going to end well for him. Right, right. And uh, guys, so I have one more I want to bring up as far as movies go into the category of 2019. It already came out. Me and my film buddy Chris got an early screening to see this film. And that film is Alita Battle Angel. This film, I was really hyped for it going into 2019. I, I got an early screening with my film buddy. We both dug it. The film has its flaws, but in my opinion, right now, as it stands, it is probably the best anime live-action adaptation we've gotten. And I do not throw that around lightly. Um, I mean, because, you know... We, you know, I mean, it doesn't compare to Dragon Ball Evolution, you know. <laughs> so, but uh, I, I, I definitely recommend going to go see Alita, especially with its lead Rosa Salazar. This girl's going oh, places. Yeah. Uh, Robert Rodriguez did a good job casting her. She, she, bro, she, she knocks it out of the park. And Alita's a certified badass. She is a G. Like I'm not gonna lie. So you guys go check it out. Uh, have fun. It's a visual treat. 
Yeah. You guys, any, you guys got any other movies you're looking forward to? Did you want to bring up it? Chapter two, right? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. right. That's right. It one was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I really liked that one. And was crazy that that movie, it it chapter one was less of of a horror film and more of a character piece. Mm-hmm. Like you got all these cute, adorable kids, and I'm both excited and scared to see how they all turned up and how it scarred them, scarred their childhood, and see how they are as adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean for me, like the other one I can think of is uh, Frozen two. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, I'm just going to ignore that last statement. <laughs> All right. That trailer did look pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I was going to say, it like, does, it I, does. I don't care for the first Frozen, but I even I had to sit there watching it like, this actually looks kind of cool. And then I read comments online about people kind of being pissed off because it doesn't look like the first Frozen. What the f- And so... It looks better. Yeah. It does. It looks much better. Let's go. Let's, bro, I've always wanted an Iceman film. This is going to be the closest yeah. shit I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. Basically, Elsa's like an X-Man yeah. in, a, in a like a fairy yeah. tale world. Bro, I wouldn't be surprised because this is Disney. I wouldn't be surprised at the end credits. Charles Xavier, ro- Charles Xavier rolls his ass up. Mm-hmm. Elsa, we need you. Like, you know... So, but anyway, so going into the next category, I want to bring up uh, for 2019 in anticipation. I want to bring up uh, games, you know, and all of us are big gamers. That's actually one of the one of the very first few things we all really bonded over, and how we all became friends. Oh hell yeah! Right, and so so games is one thing I'm really excited to talk to you guys about, and I'm actually going to go first here. So now my most anticipated uh, game or games that I'm, I'm really anticipating actually don't have a release date yet. And that being Ghost of Tsushima, which is Sucker Punch's next next game they're working on. Ghost of Tsushima looks fucking beautiful. It it, it, it reminds me a lot a lot of The Witcher actually. Um, and then ironically speaking of The Witcher, the other game I'm really excited for is a game called Cyberpunk 2077, oh, which yep. looks goddamn fucking amazing, and it's done by the same studio that did The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Honestly, after playing The Witcher, that is one of the most immersive games I've ever played. And I, I, I'm willing to see whatever the studio does from now on. I'm with them, got their backs. And those are my, my two most anticipated games. But as far as 2019, my games that I was kind of really hyped for have already kind of come out. I was really hyped for Smash Ultimate. It did not disappoint. In my opinion, it's probably the best Smash game we've gotten. I since, know because Ganon is actually good now. Yeah, Ganon's uh, viable. Actually, um, a lot of big characters are viable now. So I'd like to point out Smash Ultimate's a 2018 game. Did it? Yeah, it came out December 2018. Okay, fuck you, Greg. Okay, so actually, so, so scrap that. Smash Ultimate does not count. Uh, my other game I was really excited for was uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, and that did not disappoint either. But I'm not going to talk much about that because I got another guy here who probably wants to bring that up. Uh, Will, what do you got for games, my man? For games that I'm looking forward to in 2019, uh, I'd probably say one of my most anticipated ones is Monster Hunter Iceborne, the expansion for uh, Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Um, I put... Uh, hundreds of hours into that into that game, so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no legit. Anytime I log on to PS4, I look on see friends online. Will's there and it says Monster Hunter World under his name. That's so. all your boy plays is this Monster Hunter. But yep. you know, but you know, Sean, you can't get yeah, out of Sean, here. Yeah, Sean's <laughs> over here trying to motion that Will is. Uh, He's giving me the jerk off. <laughs> yeah, but but let's be honest. Hunter, let's be honest. He is not the one to be talking right now since he's every time I log on, he's always on Overwatch. So this dude, this dude is this my, my, my twin brother Sean has been playing Overwatch since the beginning, and literally he drops the game for like maybe a few weeks and goes right back to it. He's like, man, I think I'm done. If if any representative from Blizzard is listening to this podcast, you want to make sure to get in contact with uh, uh, Deshaun over here. He's probably already on their payroll. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And it's how we talk about, yo, man, what games should we play together? Sean's like, I mean, there's Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> 
if he's not on your payroll, Blizzard, you need to put him on there because this dude's going to be out there promoting for you day yeah. and night. We're going to be here 50 years in the future playing with VR tech and augmented reality, and he's still going to be playing Overwatch. <laughs> All right, Sean. What's your what's your anticipated game? I oh, swear to God, um, if you say Overwatch DLC, I'm done. <laughs> uh, so actually, two of my most anticipated games. My brother already brought um a couple of them up, but my two that that I want to say that he hasn't brought up yet is actually uh, Sekiro Die Twice. I'm a big fan of kind of like the Soul style games. If you guys know what I'm talking about, it's like games with a similar gameplay style as Bloodborne, Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a really big fan of those gameplay styles because they're very challenging and very like rewarding. And if, I feel like it like rewards me as 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 like a gamer, you know, and it's just like Sekiro died twice. It seems pretty legit. It seems like it's taking the franchise in a brand new direction. And my second one, I'm I'm excited for. I'm not sure if it's coming out in 2019 or not. It doesn't have a release date. It's the Dragon Ball um, uh, it's the, the uh, Dragon Ball Z RPG. I'm excited for. Right, right. And so I don't know. I love the drive of Dragon Ball Z. It's like a property. It officially became like a million, like a. Like a million or a billion dollar property recently? A billion, billion dollar property. Yeah, really. I mean, have y'all seen that new movie? Billion dollar Made bank. Yeah, bank. and so, like, I don't know, I love what Akira Toriyama has done with, with the universe. And to be able to um, go through that universe in an RPG of, um, like, kind of type of form, I'm really excited for it, so. Right, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. All right, Greg, what you got for games, my man? So, I mean, I've got a lot of good games that are coming out this year. Um, I'll just kind of briefly go over a few of them so like Mortal Kombat 11 I'm a big big MK fan same same Um, I play it semi-competitively a little bit so I'm really looking forward to that he's being modest guys my boy Greg literally was like the best MK player in the state for for a while actually I think he might still be so far but we'll we'll see when the new game comes out um we got the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 game that's coming out Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a big fan of the other ones I think all four of us in this room all of us are probably going to get that together and go ham we actually spent a lot of time on that game Uh, I forgot about that game yo we getting that we getting that and we're we're big friend we're big fans of like the couch co op type yep. game. Yep. And I'm not yeah. sure if that's gonna be an aspect in here. I know online play is, so yeah. we'll definitely be playing a lot of that. Um uh, I had one I had two other ones I was gonna say. Kingdom Hearts three, I mean, anyone who knows me, that's that's my game right there. Mm-hmm. Uh I've been playing Kingdom Hearts games since the very beginning. I've played all of them, big fan, and I'm sure I'll talk about it more later. I would say the big game that I'm really waiting for um, is Devil May Cry Five. Yes, I've that's probably my second fa- my second or third favorite video game franchise. Uh, I felt like we were doomed after they decided to reboot it with just the DMC <laughs> property of emo, weird goth. Uh, yeah, goth. Well, not even goth, because that's yeah. kind of what the original Dante that's is. Sean, sure. that's a slap in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, whatever the heck he was supposed to be. Um, I hated that game. Will got it for me just so I could actually play it <laughs> and realize how much I actually hated it. Was it me or was it Shaw? No, it no, was, it was you. you. It was you that bought it. Don't, don't try to deflect. Um, but then they announced that they were uh, restarting with this one. Or not restarting, but they were going to be creating this one. And not only that, but this is going to be the end of the Sons of Sparta mm-hmm. arc, which... Uh, probably means this will be the last that we end up seeing of Dante, mm-hmm. at least at least in a player role. So, yeah. which, which, which is unfortunate because Dante is probably one of my favorite game characters, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like Dante is pretty high. The, the charisma on this man is ridiculous. He's extremely likable. Like yeah. I like I honestly know people who've never played the DMC games, but they've seen um, like cutscenes and gameplay footage, and it's just like this character is just so awesome. Like I know people who just know him from Marvel vs. Capcom three, and they're like, oh my god, this character is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So I'm I mean I'm huge excited for it. I've been reading up on the Reddit pretty much every day, just counting down the days. So, I mean, he's no Gene from Godhand, but he's pretty close. 
God, God Hand is, is a pretty fun game, and it's kind of in the realm of... I mean, you know, how many sequels did God Hand get, Will? Oh, don't, 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 rub, don't rub salt in the wound. Oh, man. Hey, you're the one that started this. But no, like, what's funny is that you guys both brought those games up. I'm actually a big fan of ridiculous, absurd, uh, uh, bombastic uh, uh, games like God Hand, uh, Devil May Cry, because they're gameplay... No game More play- Heroes. Yeah, No More Heroes. I'm a big fan of stuff. Uh, a Sir's Wrath. I'm a big oh, fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Oh, yeah, Bayonetta. Oh, dude, Bayonetta is another one. Yeah. Ben, done by the same guy, I believe, who did D, uh, Devil May Cry. Did you guys? Yeah. And so, like, all those games, I'm a big fan of those. Those are. What's funny is that all those games we just named are some of my favorites. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm a big fan of, of, of that style. Um, and, uh, and like, unfortunately, Ninja Theory developed that DMC game. I actually like Ninja Theory as a as a game as game developers. I just feel like that DMC game was a misfire cuz all their other games I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I just felt like they missed the entire point of what made people interested in the it, Devil May Cry series. Right, right. Um, right. I'm never really a big fan of reboots to begin with, mm-hmm. but uh, it was just clear that they they had missed out on everything that we the fans enjoy about it. I think the last reboot that I actually truly enjoyed, uh, I'm not sure if this even counts but uh MK uh, M- MK9 yeah, uh, MK9 yeah, MK was a reboot of sorts yeah yeah, yeah they, they kind of did I mean they, they still kind of played into the same world oh, MK is Mortal Kombat Mortal for Kombat, anyone yeah. who doesn't know um, but yeah it kind of was a reboot of sorts but I mean it was still done by the same company still right. done by Ed Boon mm-hmm. so I mean like all the core people are involved usually when you hear about or read about reboots it's because like a different company is taking over yeah. the property mm-hmm. and that wasn't the case with that yeah alright um, oh, another one I didn't mention was uh, Days Gone oh right um, right right a zombie game. Yeah. We don't really know too much about it, um, but I think it is coming out. It's kind of funny because like we've gotten literally hours of gameplay on, on the game that has been released every E3, but we know jack literally jack shit to yeah. little, little to nobody. Uh, and also, I believe the studio that's doing that or the the developers they're relatively new, aren't they? Or uh, I can't remember which. Yeah, I don't think it's a a big. Yeah, um, I think I think Sony took a risk on a smaller company mm-hmm. and gave them a shot. I mean, they, I'm glad they gave Insomniac a shot because Insomniac has probably made their magnum opus. I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, I love the Ratchet and Clank series, but that new Spider-Man PS4 game goes hard. Yeah, yeah. it was good. And uh, now going into the next topic, I want to talk about TV shows. Now, there's there's a lot I actually want to bring up. Like one one I want to sl- uh, throw in there real quick. I was kind of anticipating the new Umbrella Academy uh, TV series that just dropped on Netflix. I'm a big fan of comics. Anyone who knows that's based off a comic book. Um, but one TV show I'm really looking forward to that I think needs more love is uh, one is called American Gods. And for anyone who doesn't know me, I'm a uh, arguably my favorite writer is probably Neil Gaiman. And uh, American Gods is the next of his one of his books to get an adaptation. They, they've been doing a stellar job. Season one was 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 great. Uh, I, I dug it. I thought they cast the lead perfectly. Uh, the acting was on point. Uh, yeah, American Gods. I'm looking forward to its its second season. And um, another TV show I want to bring up is actually Into the Badlands is getting its next season. For anyone who for for the uninformed, Into the Badlands is basically a, a kung fu. Uh, Wild Wild West that that that, that pretty much uh, is is taking place and it's crazy. It's got good action. If you love well good choreographed fights, well you might like, it, especially if you like a good kung fu film. Yeah, it definitely sounds. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Like. I believe the first two seasons are on Netflix. Go check that out. Into okay. the Badlands is getting a new season coming out, so I'm hyped about that. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you got for me, my man? For TV shows, um, first one would be the uh, the HBO Watchmen show. Oh, yo, be coming out. What? I totally forgot about that show. Yeah. My brother's been hitting me up about that. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm really excited for that. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Watchmen, and the um, and this is supposed to be like a uh, 
like a reimagining. It's no, it's like a it's a sequel to the movie. It, it yeah. takes place after the right, events right. of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's like a new Rorschach and stuff. It's from from the um, the comics. Yeah, because Rorschach. Um, I, I was gonna say, is this an original story they're doing? No, or is it no, based it's off it's based off comics mm-hmm. um, and characters from the comics. But we don't know too much about it yet. But I'm, I'm yeah, Watchmen about. probably has my favorite comic book villain of all time in Ozymandias. Ozymandias is just a. I'm sorry, that dude is just. Such he took a, no shit. He and, and he was sly as fuck about it too. Yeah, Xehanort. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, another TV show. Um, the next season of uh, My Hero Academia is that supposed to come out? This yeah, yeah, year? yeah, yeah. It comes out in like Super October. Late. Yeah, oh, well, well, yeah. It still counts. No, no, it counts, yeah. but I'm still salty over yeah. that release date. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we're, I think we're all kind of anticipating the next My Hero Academia series. Mm-hmm. For for anyone who has who, who has been watching any good shonen anime lately, and you want to get a recommendation, I think My Hero is a solid choice. Its first season is a little slow, but after that, it's. It it, 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 it it goes. Yeah, so. especially I would say if you're just like a regular like comic book fan, but you haven't gone into much anime, mm-hmm. I think My Hero is a oh, perfect start yeah. for you. I actually would I actually would argue that My Hero Academia in in this uh, day and age in anime is one of the best int- uh, in- introductory animes. Mm-hmm. It's it's great because you don't have to know much about anime as a medium. It's, much like how Dragon Ball Z was in the '90s when it well, right in the '90s when it hit America. You yeah, know, yeah. like all those '90 kids had no idea what anime was, but Dragon Ball Z was really easy to get into just because of its pure action field mm-hmm. um, uh, fight scenes. So, right? Yeah, if you, in case you haven't heard about My Hero, which is pretty popular, so I'd be surprised, but it's about a kid who wants to be a hero, but he was born without a quirk in a world, or uh, a super superpower, which yeah. they call quirks, quirks. In, mm-hmm. in the show, um, in a world where like 80% of people do have like some kind of special ability. Yeah, and in fact, it's actually uncommon common if you're born without a quirk, mm-hmm. aka a special power. So, And our lead protagonist was born, was he was one of the unfortunates that was born without one. And, you know, he has that drive to become a hero, and he gets deemed worthy to being a hero, and he takes that burden on his shoulders and tries to become the best. Mm-hmm. So... All right, Sean, what do you got for TV shows, my man? Um, so I'm actually super happy. I just found out one of my favorite TV shows of 2018 is coming back with a second season on Netflix, and that TV show is Altered Carbon. If you haven't seen Altered Carbon at all, it's literally, um, it's probably one of the best um, sci-fi, um, c- cyberpunk um, shows I've seen in like a long time. If, if, you have, if you're a big fan of the anime Ghost in the Shell, I would highly recommend checking out Altered yeah. Carbon. Mark Rodriguez, a good friend of mine, who I was surprised has also seen Altered Carbon, and he's also a big fan of Ghost in the Shell, also say he would compare those two shows yeah. together. It's such a good show, a great story, really stellar cast, over-the-top action fight scenes, and just it has a, has a little like noir element to it. And the directing is just really good. It's a really good show, so I highly recommend. Yeah, and also, uh, Arthur Carbon also stars Joel Kinnaman, who I still to this day believe is an underrated actor. Oh, yeah, so underrated, yeah. yeah. I think the last big Hollywood blockbuster film he was in was Robocop, which was unfortunate, because that reboot, Robocop oh, yeah. was not very good. Yeah, so he was, he, was, he was a good actor, just stuck in a bad movie, so. Yeah. Which happens. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. <clears throat> anyway, all right, Greg, uh, what do you got, my man? So, I mean, so I've got three shows. Um... I think I'll just throw out Stranger Things Season 3. Right. Uh, I think we're all looking forward to that. Mm. Actually, I'll say four shows. Game of Thrones, final season. Uh, I'm excited to see how Winter that is ends. finally here, my nigga. Like, yeah, seriously. it only took them six, six and a half <laughs> seasons to do it. Um, one that I, I just realized, they, they finally posted a release date for it yesterday, and I've been waiting for is uh, Santa Clarita Diet Season 3. <laughs> I, Drew Barry. Drew Barry. I mean, I'm typically... I, I feel like zombies have been overdone now for quite some time. But for whatever reason, Santa Clarita Diet, I thought, put a very fresh and innovative spin on it. And such a good cast, though. And such a good cast. Timothy I mean, Oliphant. I, I've never heard an actor use the word fuck 
in such an exciting and laughable way as Timothy Oliphant does. <laughs> like, it's worth watching this show just to see his reactions on what happens. Um, and then the the final show, the show that I'm most excited about, I've been I've been waiting for ever since I heard it was announced, was the Hulu Veronica Mars. Oh my yeah. god! How Sean? How did we not talk about this? Me, and my brother, and Greg are all big big fans of Veronica Mars. Like yeah. I, the movie was dope, the TV show was dope, um, and um, my favorite genre is noir. So like yeah, I mean we I think all three of us pretty much sat down, went through the entire series together. We basically we, like a week, didn't we? Like it, was pretty, it, it took us a yeah, little bit, but know. we we rented them all from from uh, Hastings, <laughs> which was a rental service back in the day. Uh, we sat through all those when the Kickstarter went in, when yep. the movie was only out for just a little bit. We yep. all made sure to get tickets to that. Yep. Uh, I think we're all on board for this Hulu revival. You want to talk about a strong female protagonist? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, Kristen Bell's amazing. I and I love the fact that even as an actress, she says that she'll keep coming back for this show as long as they want her to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which. I think is not something you get to hear from many actors or actresses. Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. they only want to do a role for a certain amount of time and then move on. Uh, so I think it's great that she just wants to keep doing it, and I'm always excited for more Veronica Mars. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Um. So, any any other things you guys want to bring up last minute for uh, 2019? You looking forward to? Besides Greg turning 30, <laughs> June 11. No, 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 no pressure. I mean, <laughs> so 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 I'm I'm honestly looking forward to. To see what um, Tetsuya Nomura has in store for us as far as like Square Enix um, products go. Because I feel like the sooner we get FF7 Remake out of the door, the sooner we get that sequel to Kingdom Hearts. Because I feel like the cliffhanger that we got left on was a bit unfair. So Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go too much in depth because it sounds like there may or may not be some some more talks that we do about that game. But uh, I mean, I... I pretty much got what I've been waiting for now for a couple of years. So I'm with Sean where it's like now we're just kind of in a wait oh, and see process. A couple of years. Don't, <laughs> don't undersell it. <laughs> couple hey, decades. I, couple I, said, de- I said wait and see. Not that we would be getting it. All I right. expect it'll be a few years and then Nomura might be like, oh, by the way, guys, I may or may not be working on a project. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nigga, we'll that, kinda, a bounce a sequel. Where we going to get that? Yeah. We'll just kind of have to see. My, my hopes are a little bit dashed because I found out that I guess PlayStation is um, removing itself from E3 this year. Mm-hmm. So, or Sony is not going to have a presentation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to affect some of the third-party properties, Square Enix, things like that. Right, right. Um, that so we're just going to have to wait and see. But I think we all need to plan a road trip to go to um, to E3. Yeah. Like, honestly, I really think that that'd be a good... Remember, we, uh, at the high school, we all decided we were going to go, and then what happened? It got closed to the public. Yeah. And now it's back open now to the public. Open, yeah. yeah. But yeah, all right, guys. Thank you guys for uh, letting me and my uh, friends here chat your ear off here. But um, I think we're, we're going to call this one um, a, a, a close. And um, I'm going to say bye to you guys. Say bye, guys. See ya. Yeah. See ya. All right, guys. This is Des from Featuring Des signing out. Peace.